Travelling the world as a disabled person can be daunting, but it need not be scary. Welcome to the Wheelie Good Travel Guide podcast. My name is John Fletcher, and in this podcast, you will get the inside scoop on top tips to seeing the world from a different angle with a fellow disabled traveller. In this episode of the Wheelie Good Travel Guide podcast, I'm going to be looking at one of my favourite accessible weekend break destinations here in the UK. So join me as I look at Portsmouth. I first fell in love with Portsmouth on business trips to the city and I have to admit it was one of those places that was not really on my radar but it has become one of my favourite places to visit over the years. Whilst it is often overlooked in favour of its close neighbours like Brighton, the Isle of Wight and Bournemouth, it's really well worth discovering. On our last visit to Portsmouth, we arrived by National Express coach. Now, the bus and coach station is on the hard. You can also get to Portsmouth by train, and there are two railway stations, Portsmouth and Southsea, and Portsmouth Harbour, which is close to the hard and probably the most convenient. Portsmouth Harbour station has step-free access, including access to the White Link ferry terminal, and there is assistance available at the station, which is bookable up to two hours before, by calling 0800 582 100. That is 0800 582 100. Now, visually impaired visitors should be aware there is no tactile paving on the platforms at Portsmouth Harbour. We stayed at the Portsmouth Dockyard Premier Inn, which is about five minutes from the coach and railway stations, and it's literally across the road from the naval dockyard. Now, the hotel has step-free accessibility to the public areas. These include the reception and the bar, and uh, also the restaurant where you can have breakfast and should you want it dinner they serve the usual premier in menu and the bar is quite vibrant and is popular with guests so if you want to have dinner there i would advise getting there nice and early now the portsmouth dockyard premier inn does have wheelchair accessible rooms we found the room to be clean, bright and airy. Now the decor was in good condition and the room was spacious and even with two power chairs and an assistance dog, we were able to get around the room and it didn't feel cluttered. The room had a fridge and a coffee machine. Our room also had a wet room which was both functional and well designed. Now the wet room has a roll under sink 
a toilet with grab rails either side, a roll-in shower with substantial drop-down shower seat with grab rails either side, and there was also alarm cords and buttons in both the bedroom and the wet room area. It is important to note that should you specifically require a wet room in your room, then you should state this at the time of booking as the number of these rooms is limited and not all accessible rooms have them. About a five minute stroll or roll from the Premier Inn is the Naval Dockyards. Now this is a really must-see attraction and if you are to make the most of it you'll need at least a full day to get the best out of your visit. You can get a variety of tickets from day tickets that allow you to visit just one of the attractions or you can get an annual pass for three of the attractions or you can get an ultimate annual pass for all the attractions that you can find at the Naval Dockyards. This really is somewhere worth seeing and there is really such a lot to see in the historic dockyards. There are normally three ships to visit in the dockyard. These are HMS Warrior, HMS Victory and HMS M33 and these ships have different levels of accessibility. HMS Victory was Lord Nelson's flagship and is probably the most famous ship in the Navy. The lower gun deck of the ship is wheelchair accessible. However, HMS Victory does contain step stairs, rope banisters, low ceilings, narrow and low doorways, so sometimes it can be a little bit less accessible in some areas and there are sometimes low light levels and uneven floors to cope with too. Don't forget it can also if it's been raining be very slippy on the upper decks so the ship is very limited for someone in a wheelchair and can be difficult for someone with restricted mobility. HMS Warrior like HMS Victory is a very old ship, so if you are a wheelchair user, you need to remember that wheelchair accessibility may not extend to all parts of the ship. That said, there is an accessible route marked on the deck plan and there is a fixed banister staircase at the rear of the ship and a stair lift between the upper deck and the main gun deck which is suitable for visitors who are able to transfer themselves to the stair lift. Now your wheelchair must be left on the upper deck and a manual wheelchair is available for visitors to use on the main gun deck. There are staff on hand to help throughout the ship and the most accessible of all the ships is HMS M33. It is possible to access the main deck of the ship in a wheelchair and the lower deck is available via a lift. If you have some mobility then it is possible to visit the upper decks as there are 
wider spaced stairs. However, there is so much more to see at the dockyard than these three beautiful ships, and much of it is very accessible. Now, my favourites are the Boathouse and Mary Rose Museum. Boathouse 4 is a workshop that was built in 1939, just before the Second World War, and today it is a boat building training centre that is a training a new generation of wooden boat builders. It's absolutely fascinating to watch the trainees at work. However, for me, the highlight was the Mary Rose Museum, a modern purpose-built museum to house the remains of Henry VIII's flagship that sank just off Portsmouth in 1545 during the Battle of the Solent, which was witnessed by King Henry VIII himself. Now, the ship was recovered in 1982 and has been conserved. Today, the museum tells the story of both the ship and the crew, and visitors may be surprised by what the archaeologists have found out about the ship and the crew who served on her. It is well presented and set out. I found the museum very easy to get round in a power chair or wheelchair, and there were lifts to all floors and all the exhibits were accessible. There were accessible toilets too. My only criticism, and this is only a small criticism, was that the cafe did seem a bit small and it was difficult to get a table. Gunwharf Keys is definitely a shopper's paradise with a great choice of shops and many brands to choose from such as Hackett, Fred Perry, Karl Lagerfeld to name a few designers and high street favourites such as Boots, Marks and Spencers and Body Shop. Restaurants include Brasserie Blanc, Nando's and Poe. I was impressed to find that Gunwolf Keys is very forward-thinking in how it approaches accessibility for disabled visitors. They work with Access Able, who have advised the centre on how to be more accessible and inclusive to all disabled visitors. They also have a shop mobility scheme who can provide wheelchairs and scooters, which have to be returned by 8pm. Other ways that Gunwharf Keys help disabled visitors are that they have a virtual tour for visitors who suffer from anxiety or are on the autistic spectrum. They also have sensory toys which are sanitised before use and there is also a guide to sensory shopping at Gunwharf Keys which can be downloaded from our resources page. The centre also has accessible toilets and changing places with a ceiling hoist. If you love shopping, then you should head to Gunwharf Keys, 
a complex of shops, stylish restaurants, bars and hotels and the home of Portsmouth's iconic landmark, the Emirates Spinnaker Tower. Now, if you take a trip up the tower, you will be treated on a clear day to amazing views of up to 23 miles. And while you are enjoying the views, you can enjoy an afternoon tea or a glass of bubbly and clouds. A great way to spend an afternoon is to head to Portsmouth Point, or as it is better known locally, Spice Island. Now this is a great place to enjoy fresh fish and chips and a pint. Spice Island gets its interesting name from its rather saucy reputation in the 18th and 19th century, when it was a hangout of a heady and spicy mix of sailors, taverns and ladies of the night. Many an unsuspecting reveller was press-ganged into Nelson's Navy after a night on the town here. It is said that the phrase, the spice of life, originated here. Today, it is the best place to watch the ships coming and going out of the harbour. A few minutes wander away and you will find the picturesque Portsmouth Old Town with the city's small and pretty cathedral. think you'll agree Portsmouth is a fabulous place for an accessible weekend break now if you want to join in the fun I always love hearing from you our listeners and it is great to read your comments on our social media posts but did you know we have a really good travel guide Facebook group and I'd love you to join us if you are listening to us on Spotify, Apple or Amazon, well, why not leave us a comment, rate and review us, and don't forget to subscribe. So until our next Really Good Travel Guide podcast episode, keep wheeling. The Wheelie Good Travel Guide podcast is sponsored by Wheelie Good Travel Company. Check out their website at wheeliegoodtravelcompany.com.